And we say God bless our Sunday school teachers. What a blessing they are. We're turning in our Bibles to 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel 3. And a lot that's... uh, a lot that's already been said. You hear me say this a lot because God just orchestrates things so beautifully. Um, is on our hearts. I don't know if I'm going to get to everything that uh, we feel like we need to say. and But uh, we're going to do our best to just let God work. Amen. Appreciate your prayers, your faithfulness, and your hunger. Amen for the word of the Lord. Father, we love you. We thank you for your presence here this morning. And we say again to you, be all glory, God. You are, Lord, the one that just has brought us together in such a beautiful family. And, Lord, you have blessed us, enriched our lives, God. And I'm asking you to help us this morning. Teach us, lead us, God. And, God, that your anointing, God, not only be on the preaching, but especially, Lord, especially on the hearing of your word, Lord, that we would, Lord, let it sink down into our ears and into our hearts, God, that it would affect us, that it would work on us, and Lord, it just make us what we need to be. We love you. We thank you for all you're doing. We ask you to work in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. First Samuel 3 says, The child Samuel ministered unto the Lord. He was a servant. And uh, before Eli, and the word of the Lord was precious in those days. Doesn't just mean it was special, but it was it was special because there was so little of hearing from God at that time of history. There was no open vision. It came to pass when Eli was laid down in his place, and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see, ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark was. Samuel was laid down to sleep. The Lord called to Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. And he ran to Eli, said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not. Lie down again. He went and laid down. The Lord called again, yet again, Samuel. Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. He answered, I called not, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. The Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he rose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and laid down in his place, and the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. God bless you. You can be seated. Samuel was a child that was an answer to prayer, a mom that could not have children and said, Lord, if you give me this child, I'll dedicate him to you, and he'll serve you all the days of his life. And And thank God for a praying mother. Thank God for a mother that makes God and His work a priority in the home. And Eli was a man that was the spiritual leader in that day, but Eli was was sadly drifting away from God and God's ways at that time. And God was getting ready for Samuel to step into that place. But Samuel was still very young and had a lot to learn. Samuel ended up being just an amazing uh, 
man that God used in an amazing way in his time. But we see that that just didn't happen with a bolt of lightning. We see here that Samuel had to learn about what it meant to hear from God. I know that's something that a lot of people have confusion about. I want to tell you something here this morning. In all the years that I have uh, read the Bible, can't tell you how many times I've, I've read through this book and, and have not just read it for a routine or a ritual, but, but, but studying it and looking into it and, and trying my best to, to, to know it. Not only reading the Bible for all these years, through and through and through, daily. Teaching it, studying it, to try to make it plain and make it clear for that it might help and, and be, be the, the blessing to, to others as well. Also, the many times just having conversations with, with people throughout the week for years and years of my life, even as a, a teenager, that people would challenge the Word of God and digging in and not just trying to defend it because I want to be right, but trying to find out, God, is that right? The many, many different ways that we've dug into the Word of God for all these years, I'm convinced more than ever before of a major theme of this book. See, a lot of people don't realize it, but there's some things in this Bible that are, that are a thread from Genesis to Revelation. Just things that God is trying to convey to us through the Word of God. And there are themes of the Word of God. And one theme that I can tell you from the very beginning of the book of Genesis all the way to the end is that God is talking. God is talking. It's us who has a hard time listening. God is reaching. God is seeking. God is revealing Himself. I know we say the ways of God are mysterious. But God says, I open blind eyes. I unstop deaf ears. I, he told the church in Revelation over and over and over again that He that hath an ear. He didn't say, hey, I might be talking. You know, I'm talking. I, but are you listening? God, listen now, there's something else about this theme that I think to me it is fundamental in, in just how I look at life and look at a Christ, being a child of God and being a Christian. See, I believe that God, He cares about you and me. That He, he, he wants, not only is He talking, it's His desire to help us, to, to strengthen us, to, to answer us, to get us through life as a father does a child, to be better and to be blessed and to make it all the way to heaven. And just like parents here today, you're looking, you have looked or are looking at your children saying, why are you so stubborn? It's not that difficult. You're making it so difficult. And, and, and there's help. Oh, I don't need your help. Oh, but you do. And it's no shame to get that help. Right? It's not, a, it's not like you're such a lesser person that you're strong because you don't reach out. Samuel was a young man, and he needed somebody to help him know how to hear God's voice. That's simple. But see, we, are, we have to recognize we're so familiar with the natural world, what we see, what we hear, what we can you know, understand through our perception of the natural, of course. But... 
spiritual understanding is so different. We need to we need to learn. We need to learn. We need to realize what what is this? What's beyond what I can what I can sense? But what how does God interact with me? His his will is to bless you. His will is to help you. His will is to get you to heaven. But the problem is we need to learn how to listen. I've been asked a lot of times about, you know, how do I hear God's voice? I want to help you with that. But don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. You don't hear from God like you think you should. There's a lot of misunderstandings. You've heard a lot of people that maybe have misrepresented what it means to really hear from God. Sometimes there's a lot of preconceived ideas. Well, I thought it was going to be like this. Well, that's not, no shame to have an ideas, but what you need to do is come to God and say, okay, I'm ready to learn. See, in fact, I believe this whole culture that we are, are a part of really is uh, kind of geared away from really being able to have that ability to, to really listen. Brother Dave was talking about it, and I pray that I can live up to those kind words because there are always distractions. Amen. Learning how to listen. Not just hear, but listen is something that uh, we got a lot of things against us with. It. Amen. The, we have a very distracted culture. Yeah. There's so much input that we have to have all the time. We have to be available. We have to be there for, for jobs and for, for, for you know, I, I, I got I to gotta interrupt this important conversation with my, my family that I only have for a little bit because I really got to look at this picture of my friend's lunch. So important. Got to get this, this, this joke, this funny picture and, and everything else. We've got so much that, that we're so distracted. Brother was talking about it and it's so real. I mean, there's always, listen, there's always going to be time stuff going on in the background that catches your attention. Oh, squirrel. I understand that. Trust me. I understand it. But there are some times, come on now. There's some times you talk to people and it's just immediately, as soon as your lips start going, they're looking, they're like, wow, look at that. And that's their practice. They, you know, it's been asked the question already, do you really listen to people and respond to them? Or do you wait for them to stop talking so you can say what you have to say? That's a really good question to ask yourself. There's so much that we don't really listen to one another. We don't pay attention. We don't value what others have to say. You know something else I was thinking about this just this week about the different things that we struggle with listening to. And obviously, we're, we're looking at talking about listening to God, listening to that still, small voice. That's why I think it's so important to the enemy to distract us, because God's not just going to grab us and shake us all the time. He's just going to whisper to us. And if you're not interested in him more than anything else, you'll miss it, and he'll, be, he'll move on to someone who is. Amen. I know that's tough, but it's the truth. You know, sometimes one of the things that I wish people would do better, something that was instrumental in really making a change in my life at an early age, realizing that, hey, I'm in a religious kind of routine with a lot of people in a church that kind of encourage you to go through the motions and, and be distracted with all the other people that are all so messed up and make me feel better about myself because I'm focused on them. And then I started listening to myself. Hello? Some people never listen to themselves. 
You say, you, you need to stop a minute and see. Sometimes people say the most unlandish things, so awful things. Amen. And I think, are you listening to yourself? You'd be embarrassed. You'd be ashamed. We are so distracted with so many things. Sometimes we, we don't just stop and, and listen and say, Lord, sometimes listen to what you're praying. Amen. Are you, do you mean what you say? Uh, is, that, is that really your heart or is it just words you've learned to repeat and regurgitate? Stop and mean what you say. Stop and say, I've been just blabbing things and just letting things spew out of my mouth way too long. I've got to listen to myself. And, and, and maybe, maybe, uh, maybe you'll stop and start saying, God, I need some help. Listening to that still small voice. In Psalms 115. Now, I know our culture maybe isn't just apples for apples, just complete bowing before idols, but there is plenty of idolatry. Plenty of things that people have put ahead of God in their lives. And when God describes idol worshiping, Psalm 115, chapter 115, verses 4 through 8, says your idols, their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. Listen now, they have mouths, but they don't speak. They have eyes. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses have they, but they smell not. Have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither speak they through their throat. Listen now. And they that make them are like unto them. So is everyone that trusteth in them. He's saying these idols don't have any real ability to, to perceive, to comprehend, to speak, to be real. Amen. And he said everybody who worships them kind of gets like that. I believe in this culture so full of the flash, so full of the, 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 the desire for things that are not just temporary, they're lies, the celebrity, the deceitfulness of riches, the Bible says. All the value that's put in the world that people go after, they spend their whole life trying to, to get a hold of, and, and they're selling themselves out for it. They don't really have any real ability to, to see the world around them. To hear the people that God's put in their lives. And and their lives are empty like this culture. Empty without value. It's so important that we learn how to listen. There's a lot of you, some of you, let me say, several that are that are just starting out really well. You've had a long journey, don't get me wrong, but this this is almost like a new start saying, I, I want to be filled with the Spirit of God. I want to I want to have His power in me, like it says in the Word of God. I I, I can see now that that because of the not only the testimony of others around, but as I look into the Word of God, this is for me. And like hearing from God, there's there's a learning curve. You you got to learn what it means. To, it's so different. It's not that you need to be uh, beat yourself up or be uh, condemned in any way. But sometimes these things just take some time to because they're so different. It's a spiritual thing, you know. Religion has taught you how to behave yourself, and now we're saying God is saying, "I want to I want to fill you. I, I want to I want you to yield to me." You know, I have prayed with people around an altar. This is going to be very 
very blunt about it. I hope you understand. I, I want to help somebody. I've prayed with people already. I've prayed with grown men, married for years with children. And so just open your heart and just forget about the right things to say. Forget about, just love God. Just worship Him with sincerity. Just, just with faith in your heart, God will fill you with that promise. But, but you got to put, take down all those walls. Take down all those, uh, all, all that baggage in your mind and just just love him and forget about everything else and 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 get a a soft heart and 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 i've seen children that are so used to doing this all day Mm -hmm. that don't know how to just do what should be easy for a child have a soft sensitive heart an honesty a sincerity i've talked to people back to my 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 original example that Said, and just pulled him aside and said, listen, friend, have you ever just had a heart-to-heart talk? Just not scared, not trying to prove anything. Just break down and have a heart-to-heart talk with anybody, your wife, a friend, anybody? I don't think so. I don't think so. Have you ever just been vulnerable to where you can show your weakness and you can show that you don't know everything. You're not trying to prove anything. Because God needs you to be real. And you might not be proud of that, but the real you is who Jesus died for. Amen. And you're going to have to... You don't, I'm not asking you to trust me enough to, 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 to be like that kind of friend to, that I can help. But if you can do that with God, He'll fill you. If you can let go of all, everything that you think you deserve and everything you've tried to prove and, and, and all the fear and insecurity of trying to say, hey, I'm somebody, and say, God, I'm, I need you. It's a step. And there's learning. There's learning how to hear from God, how to yield to God, how to really... It's, it's so different than what this world is trying to prove is, is strength. What this world is trying to teach you is what's right and... And uh, Samuel need to learn how to hear from God. I want to encourage somebody today that God, God is speaking. And God's got the help you need. He really does. But you, you need to learn how to listen. Learn how to pay attention. I know sometimes it's, it's kind of, you know, with people you can say, well, if you want me to talk to me, here's my number. You know, uh, you're going to have to do this, and this is how you can reach me, and this is how. Uh, I've talked to people already say, I just don't understand why you don't return my calls. I, I don't use that phone. I use this phone. It's like, oh, look, I wish you would have told me that. I've been, But, yeah, now I will. But when God is God in your life, you say, okay, God, you teach me how to reach you. Because God knows best. He's, your ways are, are, are built on on. on, on on flesh, on your, your best, but God's best is so much better. How many understand when you just let God be God in your life? You know, then there's joy, there's peace, there's, there's love like you've never known. It's just letting God be God, and there's a learning curve to listening. There's a learning curve to listening. It really is. The Bible talks about, we already mentioned that still small voice. Elijah was a prophet. He knew how to hear from God, but he was in a bad place. He was in a place he was very discouraged. Felt like, I've just done. I've done my best. I'm ready to just go to heaven now. I'm just tired of this. And, and God meets him. And, and kind of, you know, God's always schooling us. 
And God was schooling Elijah and came with an earthquake. And he expected, oh, that's got to be God. There's a lot of noise in the world. You ought to know the difference. There's so many different, there's a great wind and there are all these things going on that were dramatic and God wasn't in them. But then there was a still small voice, just a whisper to the heart. And a lot of times that's the way God's going to talk to you. I know you expect, listen here, Moses. I know you want to see lightning and hear angels in the background and but a lot of times in this Bible, it's that whisper. It's that whisper. I'm not saying he doesn't. Maybe there's somebody here who's just going to, gonna, God, I hope, prove me wrong. Let there be just a Moses that come into church next week with your face shining bright. That's all right. But a lot of times, it's, it's not our way. It's God's way. And when we let God do it his way, we learn. We learn better like a child. Like a stubborn child that can say, okay, God, I'm done fighting. I'm done running. You know, it says in Matthew 13, as you turn to it, remember, those of you seeking the Spirit of God in Acts 19, those people were believers. And when Paul asked them, have you received the Holy Ghost? He said, we just don't understand it. We don't know a lot about it. We, we didn't even know it was what, what do you... And he said, it wasn't that they were messed up and mixed up and bad people. It's just they needed to they needed somebody to teach them how to really connect with God. Matthew thirteen. Um, Jesus is speaking in parables. And of course when he starts talking about planting seeds, everybody's probably left that sermon and lined up over at the tractor supply store. We're just obeying the preacher. We're going to go plant some seed and try to get as much of it into good ground. And some of them came by and said, what are you talking about, really? Because the natural is what they were familiar with, but the spiritual is what they needed to learn how to be in connection with. And this book is a book that is about that spiritual connection. It says in verse 13, Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing, see not. They see, but they don't really see. Did you ever talk to anybody like that? Now you know how God feels. You're not seeing this. Well, my eyes are working. Yeah, you can see, but you're not really seeing it. Right? You, look at it, it says. They seeing, see not. Hearing, they hear not. Neither do they understand. You can say, I'm listening, I'm paying attention, I can repeat back to you, but you're not really getting the point of what is going on and... And even the disciples needed to come back and say, what is really going on? That took humility. It took courage to be humble enough to say, I I get seeds, but I don't get what you're saying. Remember Nicodemus, born again. I'm lost. How do you, I'm an old man. You want me to, you know, go back into my mother's womb. I do, that sounds so ridiculous. What are you saying? You mean you're a spiritual leader and you don't understand anything but the natural. See, you've got to learn. You've got to learn what it means to hear from God. You're not... Don't beat yourself up. Don't, don't, don't condemn yourself. when you, Our life and our jobs and everything around us, everything that's our culture is trying to bombard our natural senses, but to be able to, to listen in to God and hear Him. 
it's, it's foreign to a lot of people. It's foreign to a lot of people. And sadly, there's, not a, lot of, there's a lot of religious rituals and routines and, and things that don't really help give us, the, equip us rather, to, to, to really understand, God, how do I hear from you? See, it, it's, it's really, really messed up to think that, well, I've got a preacher that can pray and get direction and hear from God. Listen, we're here to help you hear from God, to learn how to hear from God, to learn and to grow. He said, my sheep hear my voice. That was the difference. They're not going to follow somebody else who's lying to them. The Bible says it's fulfilled in prophecy, verse 14 of Matthew 13 of Isaiah, which saith, by hearing ye shall hear, but ye shall not understand. He's prophesying about this people, about people in the New Testament. Seeing ye shall see, but not perceive. For this people's heart, there it is. The heart is wax gross. Their, ear, there's, their, their hearts have just become dull, thick. You fill it up with all the... The stuff that's so worthless. It's like being filled up with candy and, and desserts and just not hungry for the thing that's going to nourish you. And he's saying, that's like your spirit. Your hearts are filled up with all the entertainment. Wow, you know, you, you know all the names of all the latest you know, actors and actresses and all the, the, the teams and all their players. Do you know much at all about what God is trying to tell us in this word? Wow. Your hearts are, have waxed gross. They're thick. They're dull. Your ears are dull of hearing. Your eyes, listen now, they have closed. You've chosen your priorities of the, of the, the, the cheap thrill, the easy path, rather than what, what is, what's going to help you be better. It says that less than any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, should understand with their heart, and should be converted, should heal them. Listening. Learning. To listen, learning to really hear God's voice, recognizing. I want to tell you here again, first, before we talk about this, you got to recognize it's no shame to that. It's no shame. Samuel was a young man that God would use mightily. God used him as a great, great leader, spiritual leader and in, in, in awesome ways. But he was in a place when he first started out. He said, I, I don't know. I'm going to. Am I hearing from God? And, and, and it's, it's in, he ran to, the, to, to his mentor. He ran to his spiritual leader. I heard you. And say, like, no, that's, that wasn't me. But, but God's talking to you. And God's going to help you. Every one of us needs to. He'll, he'll orchestrate it. But God's going to talk to you. And you get so busy. I know. There's people here today that are just kind of like Samuel. I'm talking to you. You're just starting out. And you're saying, why am I not hearing God like I should? You'll learn. Listen, you'll learn. Learn to listen. Learn to pay attention to what God's doing. I want to help you with that. Ask some questions. But some of you know how to hear from God. But you're so distracted and so busy all the time. Sometimes even in your prayers saying, okay, God, here's what we need to do. And here's what you need to do. And here's what I want you to do. And here's what I want. And God says, well, when you're done talking, can I have a minute? I, 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 I would just, you, you pay attention now. I don't know why you can't hear me because I've been begging and pleading. And God's saying, well... I've got some things I might yeah, learn how to listen. See, the first thing I want to tell you, and I don't, I'm not going to get to everything. This is really just going to be pretty, pretty much a, a, a starter. Maybe we'll get back to this. But number one, you have to give them a chance. You have to give them a chance to talk to you. 
You have eyes and you see, but do you really see? Ears you hear, but do you really hear? Your, your Bible, it's an important part. God gave, I, I really want to know you better. I gave you a book. How interested are you in it? I do read my Bible every day. Do you read it or do you read it? Do you give God a chance? Do you get through it and say, okay, checked off. God, I, I, hey, that's so important that you give it a chance to deal with you. You say, I don't understand it all. Okay, we're, we're both there. <laughs> What's your point? There's times where I read something and said, God, I don't understand it, but I do feel like there's something here you're trying to get my attention about. And I don't know what it is, so I have to dig in a little deeper. Read it again. Read it again. Maybe pray about it. Maybe go and ask some questions about it. That's, that's what the Bible's for. I read it. Do you really read it? Or do you just kind of check it off a to-do list and say, well, I read my Bible because it was a, a requirement. I feel bad if I don't. Or do you take some time and really say, hey, this is, this is helping me. This is encouraging me. God's helping me. God's talking to me. That's part of it. That's part of it. But you've got to learn how to slow down and take the time. Quality time. Amen. Just because you spent an hour in the Bible doesn't mean you spent one quality second in it. Amen. You can be distracted prayerfully just getting into the Word of God. What we're doing here right now. Thank God that there's people that uh, I'm not going to just say today. I feel like I've got... Uh, got your attention this morning. God bless you for it. That's not, that doesn't come natural. Amen. Can I tell you, it doesn't come natural for me not to be distracted. But that's my problem. If somebody's pulling my attention away, that's not because it's me. I got to deal with that. I've got to listen. Not just listen to try to find fault like a Pharisee. Amen. If you got questions, thank God. If you think that I've somehow said something that is in error, be my friend and talk to me. Don't get angry. It's kind of silly. If you make a mistake, I'm not going to get angry with you. But help me try to see my error of my ways. That would be a blessing to me. Amen. But pay attention. Pay attention not just to the words and, a, you know, just trying to... This is, more, this is training for your spirit. There's something here that maybe God wants you to, to, to hear and to take with you and to, to help you be better today. The fact is that you can spend every day reading your Bible. You can spend an hour and a half or more every time the church doors open and never engage your heart into it. and never You will grow. You won't grow spiritually. Amen. It, it's, it's like saying, I eat, eat every day, but you don't swallow it and get it into your system. You've got to get it down inside of you. This is not about you just learning like reading, writing, and arithmetic. This is about getting down into you and hearing God in it. Not, not that my words are, are, are just thundering off the mountaintop. And, and, and you got to listen. What's God trying to help you get? How many times that I, I have seen it from my perspective. I've seen people struggling, hurting. And I'm like, that is, I, I just, I know that that, that word was, was anointed and there. But they, it never, they came into church and never really 
they heard, but they didn't hear. That's what Jesus said about the multitude. There was only a small remnant, just a small group of people. And it's always been that way that actually humbled themselves enough to say, I'm not so important. I'm not my way. I just want to hear God and be and let him help me. I want to get it. I want to get it. I want to I want to get what what God is trying to say to me. See, God wants to. Forget about all the little things that you think God wants to deal with in your life. He cares about you. Amen. See, the thing is, it's not that God's just trying to... This book isn't about micromanaging. It's, it's about relationship. And it's about when you love Him, you'll say, Okay, God, you know what? I, I, I want to learn more. <laughs> I, I want to learn more. I, wanna, I want you to bless my life in a better way. And, and I'm, I'm listening. And it's just such a great, great experience when you start... You're walking with God. You're not just part of a team. But when you are with God, he, he does those things and so much more. To, to give him a chance and not be distracted. To give him a chance to dig down in to your life. To say, God, I, I'm listening. I'm paying attention. I'm, you, he, I hear you loud and clear. Because that connection that you're seeking... Say, I'm just, I, I wish I had, uh, you know, maybe I, I wish I was married or, or I wish I had children or I wish I had a, a, a best friend. I wish I had somebody. They'll always not quite be everything you need because people are, they're people no matter what. The best people there are, they're still just people. But what you need is a connection with God. A connection that, that is deeper than just the routine and the rituals and the religion. It's... It's, and you've got to give him a chance. And then, and then reading your Bible is, is something that is alive. And then prayer is something that's real and, and, and fulfilling. It's not just, oh, don't pray enough. And it's just a, but uh, it becomes something. Amen? And then, and then when, when you come into the house of God and you're not just worried about, oh, that's their problem. You know, I just want to, I just want to be what God wants me to be. And I want to be a part of what God, do what God wants me to do. And, and, and I'm not so caught up in what everybody else is or isn't doing. Because I'm listening to God. One more thing before we just um, move on. We have to learn how to give him a chance. We have to really learn how to not just read our Bible, not just come to church, not just pray, but, but to him that has an ear to hear what the Spirit says. God's talking to you. God's talking to you. He is. He's dealing with you. But, but you gotta, you got to... You've got to give them a chance. You've got to have an ear to hear. You've got to let it get down deeper. But one of the big problems after that, this is the part that really is the challenge, and I believe you'll see this from the very beginning of the Bible all the way to the book of Revelation, where God is just seems like he's screaming out, hey, come on, let's just turn around and get this right. And they refuse. They harden their hearts in the midst of obvious obvious signs and wonders okay this book teaches us that if we're going to let god talk we got to not just let him talk but we also have to let him be god see when we give god an open door to start to speak into our lives it's not god i want you to tell me my opinion in your voice (laughs) i want you to tell me i want you to talk to me about this And everything else, mind your own business. 
I know that sounds ridiculous. Who would say something like that? Oh, he'll get in your business. <laughs> He's going to get down to some things that you are trying to cover up and trying to not deal with and don't want to talk about. And, and God saying, guess what I want to talk about? And he has to be God. You know, it's easy. Oh, I'm fine. I'm doing fine. I'll be okay. And God says, now we both know that's a lie. Let's get to business and help you be better. You have to be okay with the fact that he's going to be God. He's going to get things in order in your life first. Listen, like a good parent, he's going to look at your life and you're, you're just saying, okay, I need, I need an answer to prayer. There's some things that I'm not comfortable with in my life. There's some things that are frustrating me and there's things that are bothering me. And he's like, what are you holding on to so tightly? Oh, don't worry about that. Just help meet this need. Help me. I'm going through some things. Why? I want to, I want to see what you got there. Don't worry about that. I'm just kind of holding on. Yeah, you're holding on to that. And I, I've got something better for you. You're holding on to things that are going to hurt you. And I want to deal with those things and, and, and just show you how much joy you can really have. Just show you how much peace is really possible when you let me set things in order in your life. You're hiding. Like Adam and Eve at the beginning, you've never really learned any new tactics of trying to avoid me, but here you are hiding again. I'm going to help set some things in order. And, and when I start dealing with something in your life that I want you to let go of, and, and it's hard for you to, to admit that and, and deal with that and you feel that conviction, it's not condemnation. It's like, listen, this is what you've been holding on to for so long, but you're going to be okay. It's better. i got something better for you. I know. See, the thing is, Samuel is a really good example because he had a really crummy spiritual mentor. He did. Eli was a mess. His mom, Samuel's mom, when she was praying that she would have a baby, which ended up being Samuel, she comes to church one day. Anybody familiar with it? She comes in and is like bawling. She is broken. She's hurting. She feels worthless. She wants to, she just wants to have a child so bad. And, and she's weeping and, and, and she's mouthing the words of her prayer, but not really making any noise. And here comes the, the, the minister, Eli, and he comes in and says, Hey, you drunk today, lady? You need to get away from that. You need to give up your booze. Yeah. She said, with just a sweet attitude, said, I'm not, don't, don't, don't think that of me. I'm just broken hearted. I'm hurting. And then he, he pronounces a blessing over her then. <laughs> Imagine that. And then she takes Samuel to that temple and gives him over to the Lord. But Samuel turned out to be something amazing. See, God is going to work in his way and his time and and, and you got to learn how to just be able to say, God, it's, it's not always easy. It's not comfortable. But, God, I'm even though people have misjudged you, people have looked at you and said, this is who you are, and they didn't know anything about it, God knows you. But what we do is we build up this thick skin. We build up these calluses. And, and we say, okay, anything that tells me I'm wrong or I need help or I need to change, that's weakness and that's somebody beat me down. No, 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 no. It's God loving you. 
He loves you when He corrects you. He loves you when He instructs you. He loves you when He, he makes you uncomfortable with things that ought to make you uncomfortable. Many people, sadly, and religion is based around this idea to make everybody feel better. I went to church. I gave in the offering. I... I sang a song and I feel better about myself rather than just saying, okay, God, I want you to be my God. And I want you to mold me and shape me and take, the, take, take everything that you see. See, I don't, I, don't, I don't know myself like he knows me. I don't know my weakness like he knows me. I wouldn't be so proud to just be able to say, oh, I, I know that's not a problem with me. God, you look at me. God, you, you search me. You, you see if there be something in me. Many people just want to feel better rather than learn and grow and be better. Like I said before, it's about really giving God a chance, really listening, really paying attention to God. Talk to Him. He wants to, he'll talk to you. He will. But you've got to be ready for Him to tell you what He wants to tell you. I know sometimes you look around church and sometimes you see people and say, wow, what, a, what an amazing example of a Christian. But listen, I'll tell you something. Your life might be a complete mess. But if you can be teachable, I give you so much more hope than somebody who's been around it their whole lives, but their hearts are hard. They don't listen. They don't pay attention to God. They allow everything else to, to block that. and They're going through it on the outside. But inside, sometimes you don't realize they're... They're shut down. They're, not, they're, they're distanced from God. They're not engaged in the Spirit. There's more help. There's more hope for somebody that you look like everything but a Christian, but you're saying, God, I'm willing to learn. God, I, I don't even know how to, you know, what a mess I am. I don't even know how to hear your voice. I don't even know how to, how, how to yield my life to you that you can fill me up. And God's saying, I can work in that. You don't know everything. Let me let me take you on give you another little baby step. You're not you're you're not so smart. Hey, maybe then you can learn. That's what Jesus said. Look at this child. Hey, everybody, take a look at this little child. They 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 they're humble enough that they can they can come and be converted. Amen. They don't they don't have to lead. They don't have to prove anything. They don't have to get the the the, the response they want. They just need to learn. And grow. Samuel, this great prophet, had a humble beginning and said, I don't even know his voice when he's talking to me. Isn't that something? Sometimes the miraculous doesn't seem so miraculous when it's just somebody saying, God, I'm, I feel like I've been in this for so long and I need to just go back into square one. How? I've had people say, I won't. Well, every one of us needs to do that sometimes. Just. Get back to the place where, God, I'm, I'm, I'm a student. I'm listening. I'm not here to do anything except learn and grow. Listening to the voice of God. Learning to be a hearer. Learning to, 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 under, to, to comprehend it. Learning to give God time and to dig in. If, you read, if you've been reading six chapters of your Bible every day, two in the morning, two in the afternoon, two in the... Is that what, no, and you have to go back to two verses saying, oh, there's something here I need to pay attention to. Do that. Do that. If you have a, 
a list of all the people you pray for every day. And God bless you for that. And you got to go back to saying, God, I, 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 I want to learn. You used to sound so spiritual, but now you sound like a little child, like a baby. That'd be all right. Just give God a chance. He's going to talk. This Bible is all about that. Can we bow our heads in prayer? This Bible is all about God speaking, seeking, leading. The problem isn't, God, where's your voice? The problem is, where is my ability to hear Him? I want to help you learn that. I want to help you understand what that means. That Sometimes it's as simple as a, as a Bible verse. Say, well, I want to hear God talk to me. I want to know what His voice sounds like. Sometimes His voice is just that whisper in your heart. Sometimes it's a Bible verse that says, hey, I'm your shepherd. I got everything you need. You shall not want. Sometimes when you're seeking God for something else and he comes into your life and says, let me tell you what I feel like you need to hear today. You'll be glad he did. But you got to give him time. You got to give him your heart. It's got to go down deeper got to go past your natural understanding of what you think it ought to be and just say, okay, God, I'm going to let you be God. So often, it starts off with a prayer of repentance. It starts off with a prayer that says, Lord, I I believe in you. and, And I know the Bible stories but I know I need to turn my life over to you. I need to surrender to you. Lord, I know you're dealing with my heart about some things that really, really aren't best in my life. And you know it's God. Just, It's not maybe even vocal words or even words in your mind, but just God nudging you away from some things and nudging you towards Him. Sometimes those, those nudges are exactly how God is trying to lead you. Will you say yes to Him? Will you just yield yourself to Him and say, okay, God, I'm listening. Will you find a place to pray? Lord, just give you some time here today before we leave. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I know there's people here today distracted and so often we're fighting these battles. Got a lot going on. Lord, help us. Help us, God. Help us, Lord. I know your voice makes a difference. The psalmist said at one time, I don't want to be like those that are lost. I don't want to be like those that go down into the pit, Lord. I want to hear your voice. I want to be led by you. He's there. He cares for you. It's a theme of this whole Bible. Through the battle, through the fire.
It's his presence that will make a difference. It's not what I want, God. It's what you want. It's not what I want to preach. It's not what I want to do. Lord, I surrender to you. I surrender to you. been nudging you. God's been nudging you. Don't be so good at ignoring that. interested in saying, God, God, you be God. You be God in this situation. You be God in this circumstance. And I'll, I'll let you be God. I'll let you lead. I'll follow. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you for each one that's here today, God. And you're, Lord, everything you're doing, God, you're so good. Lord, we want more of you. More of you, Lord, shaping us, teaching us. More of you shining your light through us. Hallelujah. Give us ears to hear what your spirit would say. Hallelujah. Let's all stand. Father, thank you. Thank you again for another time that we can be here together in your presence. God, thank you for it. God, I ask you to bless your people. Lord, I pray, God, as we seek you, as we seek you, Lord. Open our understanding. Teach us and lead us. Keep each one safe as we travel, Lord. I pray again for the, Lord, the service at the nursing home, Lord. Work in a special way there, I pray. Lord, already just deal with hearts that are there. And God, even those that are working there this afternoon, Lord, just work it in a great way for your glory. We love you. Bless the service tonight, God, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, church.